Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with WBEZ and Vocalo Radio's Ayana Contreras. Hey. Contributor Serena Turos. Hey, Robin. NPR Music's Hazel Sills. Hey. And Radio Milwaukee's Tariq Moody. Howdy. It's New Music Friday, and we're looking at the best albums out now on March 25th, starting with Marin Morrison, her new one. It's called Humble Quest. This is Marin Morris. Her new album is Humble Quest. This is the title track to a, one of the week's biggest releases, and it really, really knocked me out. I mean, it, there's so much lift to it. She really rocks out at times, but it's also a, a very emotional record. Yeah, I mean, I really love this album. You know, I was really curious sort of about the narrative surrounding this album. You know, I think a lot of people who maybe don't listen to country music or weren't super familiar with Marin Morris might know her from her massive hit, The Middle, which was sort of like her pop crossover. And I was just really surprised to see that she is kind of digging her heels into her country roots here. And at the same time, like there's a a lot of range on this album. You know, you have songs like Tall Guys, which are really kind of funny. I took great offense to that song as someone who's (laughs) not a tall guy, but... Short King Robin. (laughs) And then you have songs like Background Music, which is such an incredible Mazzy Star moment for her. Sounds like a song that could have been on, you know, Taylor Swift's Lover. Yeah, I mean, her 2016 debut, Hero, was so refreshing, had so much personality. And I do think her follow-up, 2019's Girl, was a bit of a sophomore slump moment. It was like 54 minutes long. It was kind of bloated. She had so much pressure to follow up. And I felt like every song was trying to be like the biggest, hookiest, catchiest. And I think she kind of finally figured out what she does best on this album, where there is such a greater range of what she's doing. And I think she really shines on softer moments. And so I'm really excited to see her settle in and have more confidence in, in her lane. Yeah, I think it's it's a really intimate record. And I like that she keeps a lot of these songs very close to home and she doesn't try to strive for anything more than that. I do want to give a taste of the range that you mentioned, though, Hazel, because she does get really loud at times. This is a song called Nervous. Yeah, it's very interesting because when you said intimate, I was like, really? I mean, subject matter, yes. But I think production-wise, they made it feel very not intimate for me. I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoy country music, but I'm really more like into 
50s, 60s, 70s, even into the 80s. That's kind of like my jam. Yeah, I think she has this big career conceptual challenge where she has been posited as the new face of country music and the new country crossover potential star. And so I think for people who aren't fans of country music, I don't know if this is going to bring her into their world yet, but I think this is her best artistic statement to date. And so I'm excited to see where she takes it from here. Marin Morris, her new one is called Humble Quest. Let's go to another album that we're loving this week from the Jamaican singer and rapper known as Coffee. Her new one is called Gifted. Sun's out is a siren, gun violence tiring. Rise up is a crime scene, them a try clean like IG. Now I wanna go chase my dream, but Babylon vampiring. Optimized for my better life, and that's why them say conspiring. Unless I'm my concert, no, I see no hands up. Yeah, no red shirt, no, I see no anchor. Uh, 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 uh. Let's just stay alive, yeah. This whole record just radiates, doesn't it? I mean, it's just so much light. Gifted from Coffee. This is a song, Shine. As I said, she's from Jamaica. She put out an EP in 2019 called Rapture that won a Grammy for Best Reggae Album, but this release, Gifted, is her official full-length debut album. So I went to Howard University School of Architecture. Majority of the students were from Africa and Jamaica, and I was surrounded by dance hall for the first time, and I loved it. But five years of dance hall, I kind of got sick of it, and I stepped away from the world of reggae and dance hall until coffee showed up. She brings the old and the new together and little influences of the Afrobeat scene and the global urban sound she brings in this record. And it's just a lyrically mature, it's not only bright and positive, but it's also talking about social issues in Jamaica. And this is very bright and, as you said, radiant and just... It is a gifted album. Yeah, I mean, I come to this from maybe the opposite end of the spectrum where I don't normally listen to a ton of reggae, but this kind of meets me where I'm at. Like, she uses reggae as a home base and then expands upon it in so many different directions. I mean, Shine has kind of like a trap beat to it. You know, Pull Up is kind of like hanging out with some of the best electronic music. Even Lockdown, the last song, which may be my favorite, is low-key like a Drake song, like pull up with your post-pandemic F-boy vibes. (laughs) I mean, for me, I think I agree with that, that it's sort of a a mashup of a lot of things. The thing I thought about is there's like this cultural term called the Black Atlantic, which means that Black culture isn't like African or Caribbean or African-American, but it's actually like all of the above. And I don't necessarily think that this album is a reggae album. I know it's going to be like crazy. I mean, I think to your point, Serena, it is like, I think the home base is reggae, but I do think that there's so many threads that are being pulled through this quilt that you're getting a lot. And what it sounded like to me immediately was um, Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Because, I mean, we think a lot about the album being like an R&B record or, or a hip hop record. But when it came out, it, again, was one of these like blurring 
pieces and her connection to the Marleys pull in a lot of reggae influence. And there was even African influence in that album if you listen to it in its totality. So, I mean, I really, really enjoyed it. And I really agree with Robin's idea that it's it brings in a lot of sunshine and light. Gifted is the album from Coffee. Let's talk about one more record before we take a break. It's from the late jazz artist Ornette Coleman, a new box set of recordings uh, he made in the late 1950s. It's called Genesis of Genius, the Contemporary Albums. This is Ornette Coleman. Genesis of Genius is the compilation, the contemporary albums. The song we're hearing is Lorraine. This is a two-disc set that includes two albums he recorded in the late 1950s, uh, one called Something Else and another one called Tomorrow is the Question. They've been remastered for this release using the original analog recordings, and they really capture an important moment in time, not only for Ornette Coleman, but for jazz in general. It's interesting, that particular song, Lorraine, is from an album that notably does not have piano, which that doesn't sound like a big deal, but at that time it was a really big deal. Ornette is probably best known for his lack of desire to be harmonic with other instruments in his combos. So without the piano, it actually makes more sense that he's juxtaposed against rhythm as Mm. opposed to juxtaposed against sometimes dissonant piano or some other harmonic instrument. So like when he came out, right, he's on the West Coast. You think about West Coast jazz. Ultimately, you think about artists like Brubeck, for instance, and a much smoother approach to jazz versus the East Coast boppers. He was bop, but even he was alienated in the scene, the bop scene on the West Coast. He was alienated with those, you know, traditional West Coast jazzers. It's like, where does he fit in? You know, these albums were during that period where it was unclear, I mean, that the 1960 album Free Jazz, a collective improvisation, which was came out in 1960, shortly after these two albums was, you know, they took that name Free Jazz for a new genre he pioneered. But these were the first two records he ever produced. And going back to Ayanna the Piano, on that first record, something else, he was contractually obligated to have a piano. <laughs> he was forced. And you definitely hear the vibe and it was a brighter record. And I like the second one without the pianos. When I listen to this record now, apart from the extreme panning in the mix, you know, they've got artists in all the way in the left or right channels, which they preserved for this release. It still sounds very contemporary, very now. I mean, and these recordings are more than 60 years old now, but they still feel very much alive. It's sort of disturbing, right? And maybe people don't think of jazz as being disturbing music, but coming from Chicago, you know, place where Sun Ra really kind of came into his own. And I, I, I think disturbing sometimes, dissonance sometimes is a welcome respite from the other stuff. 
Genesis of Genius, the contemporary albums from Ornette Coleman. We've got more music that we want to highlight for this week, but first we need to take a short break, and we'll be right back. This message comes from NPR sponsor, FX's Atlanta. Thursdays on FX, stream on Hulu. Season 3 finds Ern, Alfred, Darius, and Van in the midst of Paperboy's successful European tour. But it is a whole new world for the group as they navigate their new surroundings as outsiders and struggle to adjust to the newfound success they had aspired to. FX's Atlanta, Thursdays on FX, stream on Hulu. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're taking a quick look at the best albums out on March 25th. We start the second half of the show off with the singer known as Barry. Her new one is called Barbara. This is Barry, the singer Barry. Her new record is called Barbara. This is the opening cut, Jersey. This is the music of Barry Lindsay. She's a singer originally from Massachusetts, um, but based out of Brooklyn now. This is her second record as Barry, and she takes a real creative leap on it, I think. Yeah, Barry is an engineer and a producer, and she engineered and produced this album. I feel like you can really tell that this album was made by a producer because it's so crisp and clean. That song, Jersey, I love that song. It kind of reminds me of what smelling freshly cut grass feels like. Um, It's just like a tall glass of orange juice or something. It's interesting because she has such a soft, unassuming voice, kind of almost like Claro, very bedroom pop. But she twists it in really interesting ways on this album and she does a lot with it. So I think she kind of lures you in with this soft vocal, but she really builds on it in interesting ways. I just want to say, you mentioned a producer, and that's the first thing I said, like, oh my God, this is just, I am not really a lyrical person. I'm a production kind of sonic, and this was just brilliant. Frankie, this 80s since dance pop track was just killer. The synths, oh my God, I wonder if she's like a synth kind of collector. The synths were just killer on this record. I'm thinking Lilith Fair. I'm thinking there was a lot of 90s femme rock. And when I heard this, what I was like, I was looking for my hacky sack. I was looking for my like Delia's catalog. I mean, it didn't feel like, okay, I'm trying to recreate this moment, right? So to her benefit, but I do think that there definitely were some cultural touch points that I was sensing sonically that I appreciate. Barbara is the new record from Barry. Barbara, 
from Barry. We have one more album that we're going to play and talk about, but it is a busy release day, and there are some other notable records we want to mention. Tariq. Uh, yeah, so my highlights of the week is Rima, the Nigerian uh, star that's causing a stir, has his debut album, Rave and Roses. He dropped two singles from this album, Calm Down, which is just this great vibe. It's cute love song. And then on the other spectrum, there's Soundgasm, which is the opposite of a cute love song. I have been following of everything that's coming out of Nigeria, Ghana, South Africa. Just the, the sounds and the music is just so refreshing to hear. And Rima is one of the leaders of the pack. And uh, definitely, if you're into the Afrobeats, Afropop sound, definitely this debut album's a worth listen. Uh, Serena. Yeah, Aldous Harding, the singer-songwriter from New Zealand has her fourth album out today. It's called Warm Chris. And I feel like every time Aldous Harding drops a new song, I'm like, I know it's going to be weird and I know it's going to be wonderful. Here's a bit of a song called She'll Be Coming Round the Mountain. When I think Aldous Harding, she's got, she's a low reeds girl. She's going to give you bass clarinet. She's giving you Barry sax. But on this one, there's this beautiful, delicate piano and some trumpet. I'm just always so fascinated by what she does. Hazel. Yeah, I wanted to shout out uh, one album out today, which is called Running with the Hurricane from the Australian trio Camp Cope. You know, they were all set to record this album and then the pandemic happened and all of the members of the band were sequestered during lockdown and they came out and they made this really beautifully optimistic rock album. And the song that I chose to play is the title track. And there's this really beautiful line on it where the lyricist Georgia Mack sings, you know, there's no other way to go. The only way out is up. And the name of that song and album from Camp Cope is Running with the Hurricane, Running with the Hurricane. I'll just flag that there's a new album out today from Walter Martin. Some of you probably know him for being in the band The Walkman. He makes just the sweetest, most uplifting songs. I love his music so much. He's got this new solo album out today called The Bear. Here's a snippet of a song called Easter. We sit here on the stair while she dries the silverware. The children watch TV with Easter ribbons in their hair. Man, that's the best part of the tune when the flutes chase the bassoon. But the glow from the big city pulls my eye down from the moon. He's just such a great storyteller and lyricist. I love his music so much. The Bear from Walter Martin. And I have to quickly mention two other big releases today. One from the rapper Buddy. It's called Super Ghetto. And there's another one from Denzel Curry out now called Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. All that music out now on March 25th, along with this last one, we want to play from Ibibio Sound Machine. It's called Electricity. 
Bio Sound Machine Electricity is the album. This is the opening cut, Protection from Evil. I, I wish I could play the whole thing for you, but I want to just jump ahead here a few minutes later so you can hear where they take it. My God, I, this just completely blew my mind when I first heard it. Yeah, that particular song is so interesting to me because it starts out sounding like they cribbed these synthesizers from a paranormal 1980s movie that was shot in Toronto. And I, so specific. I, I, you know, specificity <laughs> is what radio is all about. I love it, actually. And it's interesting because the previous albums I wanted to like so much more. I mean, I always liked this group. But I love it on this album because I feel like they really tapped into something special. And part of why maybe that might be is this is also a collaboration with Hot Chip. But then in their materials, they say it's like Francis Bebe meets Giorgio Moroder. And I'm like, what? I don't even have to listen to this. Like, I'm putting it immediately in rotation here at Vocalo Radio. But I mean, listening to it was such a treat and it was so diverse in the sort of reference points that they were pulling from. And it just so many colors and so much nuance and so much darkness. So I guess Tariq might like it. But <laughs> And Bjork. I know you're going to mention Bjork. I was going to mention Grace Jones, but yes, it's oh, Bjork. Oh, I meant Tariq. Yeah, oh. Bjork. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll mention Bjork and I'll do something else. Public <laughs> Image Limited. Okay, yeah. Wow. I mean, mm-hmm. it does have a punk oh, for kind of... Sure ethos to it so it's it's so 80s and and it's so 80s in a way that i couldn't stand in the 80s you know it's a very it's a very icy mix very gated very digital um but just listen to the top of the song called truth no lie i mean it's a prince hit from like 1984 (laughs) got those big old trash can drums (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's probably, that one is particularly catchy. I think the the album itself is very 80s. But again, I mean, I I love the fact that it's not homage in the same, it's actually blender 80s and pulling from a lot of places. Like what I, I like to picture a space when I listen to a sound. So like for this album, I'm picturing sort of like this loft space in Manhattan or perhaps in London where there's all this sort of Denise Huxtable people, you know, like they're kind of, you know what I'm saying? They're like, they're sort of all interesting people that you would see at a space like that. 
I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Bibio Sound Machine, the album is called Electricity. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Ayana Contreras, Serena Turos, Hazel Sills, Tariq Moody. Thanks, everybody. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks. Remember to read the podcast description for this episode if you want to see a list of everything that we played and talked about. You'll also find it on our website at npr.org slash allsongs. We've got a playlist where you can listen to full versions of the songs we featured. Search for NPR's New Music Friday in Spotify or Apple Music. And sign up for our weekly newsletter to keep up with the latest Tiny Desks, interviews, features, and more. You'll find it at npr.org slash newsletter. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. Music.